another edition of thunder and lightning yes i'm your host dan uh nikki is not able to join us tonight so i have my friend mal coming on a fellow long islander even though she moved out uh to florida last weekend we'll get into that a little later on mal thank you for joining us we have a fun show tonight how are we doing tonight i'm doing good i was gonna say i'm the brunette nikki tonight (laughs) yeah let's see how long it, it lasts until i piss you off in some way somehow Anyway, thank you for coming on. Uh, by the way, no problem. everyone, go check out the new Blonde Blitz YouTube channel if you're not watching it there. We're also on TSS Fantasy and also Spotify now. So the Spotify, we will be releasing. I pretty much release right after our shows because I don't got time to wait until 5 a.m. the next day. So immediately after this episode drops, I will put it on Spotify and the same with Blonde Blitz. So whenever our shows are, that will be out on Spotify. So be sure to check those out and we appreciate everything. All right, Mel, let's take it away. So pretty much there's no secret that you do have a second favorite NFL team through a relationship. It wasn't like a genuine, like, Oh, okay. Eh, fine. With the Baltimore Ravens, they are one win away to going to the Super Bowl. Um, like, how do you feel? Like it's not, it's like, it's not your team, even though you watch every moment of that team, but like, I, I've I've felt that in the past with certain relationships with like yeah. all right, my my wife has liked certain teams and like eh, I shouldn't really be liking this team, but seeing them happy, you're like, oh okay, it softens the blow a bit. So like what's the excitement level? Obviously your boyfriend is obviously hype, but like what's your what's your excitement level being like it's your team, but it's not your team at the same time? I'm excited only because I've ever since I've started watching the Ravens, I've kind of gotten to really like their players especially Lamar Jackson and the amount of hate that man gets is absolutely crazy and it's unwarranted for no reason and I've liked Lamar coming out of Louisville I've always liked him I watched him in college I thought he was awesome so when he was drafted by the Ravens I was kind of like all right like he's gonna be great there of course and you know us with all of our quarterback issues I was like this is this is not going to be good. But now that he's <laughs> on the Ravens, I am super excited for him especially. I just want him to win this game so everyone will stop talking about him. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if he goes and he loses the Super Bowl, they'll always have something to say. But if he does not do this against the Chiefs, it's just going to be bad for Lamar. And he doesn't deserve it. He had No, he, he definitely deserves it. I always like Lamar. I have a couple of Raven fans in my life as well. Yeah. And I, I sent you the post. One of my one of my best friends who uh, who used to be one of our roommates, he, he's originally from Queens, but he moved down to North Carolina, but he goes to Baltimore every now and then. And he went to the uh, Jacksonville game, and he, he basically said he would go to prison for Lamar for a year. So it was really funny. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he right. was on – that was uh, he was on one of those pregame uh, men on the street, and he he must have been drinking. And he's like, "Bro, right. I would go to prison for Lamar for a year." And 
he's he's serious. He's one of those fans that will DM him every week or like post a story on. Right. Well, Lamar, you got this, bro. Like it's real <laughs> diehard stuff. So Anthony, if you're watching, those. like if he actually sees them, he probably. Oh, he does. does. He 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 sends me the. He sees who obviously you see who watches your story. He sees right. Them. That's hysterical. I don't think he's running back, but he's like, yo, Lamar checked out my story today. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> that's so, great. Obviously, he, they do have to slay one more dragon in Patrick Mahomes and Tough the one. Kansas City Chiefs, who have been in six straight NFC championships. That's just So wild. it's going to be fun. Like what, what, It's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it is going to be – it's going to be hard. Um, I don't really know – I think the Ravens just got to play their game. I think if Lamar has a good game, they should handle business. They have a great defense, but you can never count out 15. Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And you never know what can happen. Superman. Um, Yeah, so that's that. I'm sure you guys have something fun planned for Sunday as well. It's the later game. It's kind of weird. No, no. they got It's the early game, right? Yeah, they're 3 o'clock. They're the 3 o'clock. Okay, that makes sense because they have the Super Bowl. Okay. So they got the three o'clock. So that's like that nice, perfect time. Like, I'm sure you guys have something fun planned. Yeah, uh, we're actually going to go to the Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right across uh, from SeaWorld there. Okay. And um, he is working until four o'clock or 4.30. So I'm actually going to be there cheering them on by myself until he gets there. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's right. <laughs> it's still a game before he gets off of work because that would really that would suck yeah darius chris what's going on guys thank you for uh joining us like and subscribe to the new channel if you haven't done so we really appreciate it uh me and deb are gonna be on tomorrow with josh kirby we're gonna recap last weekend's games and the upcoming week as well yeah hold on what is darius today mal i'm not sure if you know but i have been a member of the ravens flock for a while now so welcome heart emoji as we know, we love Darius. Darius comes. We do love Darius. Darius is one of the kind, and I, I, I really love him. So thank you, Darius, as always. Um, before we get to G-Man talk, any like what any other thing you want to like talk about with the playoffs, other than Bass made, missing a big field goal, which we all knew. Yeah, a lot of missed opportunities with the Bills, and then I mean, the Lions. Good for them. It's been a while since they've gotten this far. Uh, so I, I'm rooting for them. I really, uh, I don't really like the 49ers. So I would really like for Detroit to kind of do their thing. Right. I mean, we hope for a shootout because their right. running run defense is going to be really scary. A hundred percent. So, all right. Big blue football. Chris, what's up? What's going on? Long time no speak. We'll, we'll get to food talk later. It's not going to be the same as always, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, big blue talk. There hasn't really been. Yeah, Chris Dan Campbell, once a giant, always, always a giant. I asked my dad because I went. To, I went to training camp around 2003. Uh, he took me to up to Albany. I'm like, I got. I got to find my yearbook because me and him, like, literally, we got two yearbooks and we just went to town on basically everyone. So I was still in like high school, so I was still in that phase of like, ooh, this is really awesome, like. Still getting autographs. Granted, I was still 25 until that really stopped for me. But uh, I digress. But it was like, oh, I wonder if Dan Campbell, I, I met Dan Campbell. Probably not because my white whale of that season was obviously Jeremy Shockey. So if I didn't meet Shockey, I probably didn't meet him since it was the same room. So 
I don't know. Yeah, no, Dan Campbell. I at first I thought it was like a shtick, obviously, and I was a um, Joe Judge stand. So I'm like, oh, this guy's like Joe Judge, blah 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 blah. Wait, Clearly, you I was wrong. I was a Joe Judge fan. I was a sucker. Uh, full disclosure. I did not run a lap. Actually, that's a lie. I did run a lap when I was walking my dog. I never did the Talking Giants running of laps when mm-hmm. my friends were doing at FanFest. I was not there for that. But while running with my dog in 98-degree weather, I must have said I did something stupid, so I ran a lap, and it was that was corny. And <laughs> But so this is a fun story with Joe Judge. I got suckered in by his press conference. Hand up. I was like, oh, this guy gets it. He's like, oh, man. Like, everything that Dan Campbell said, like, to a degree, other than biting kneecaps off, I was just all for it. So I was just like, oh, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. We're going to be good. And then, like, running laps, yeah, screw them. Like, they got to know. And, like, well, coaches are running laps? This is awesome. Everybody's doing it. And then, like, the year, first year, I'm like, okay, I could see this going good, everything like that. Second year, I'm like, oh, this is a little rough. We got uh, Jake Fromm and we got uh, Mike Lennon uh, as quarterbacks. Just don't do anything stupid and you'll be a coach next year. Then he goes on his 20-minute tyrant. Yeah, he's no longer a giant coach. Uh, Chris, yes, you're absolutely right. Now I am seeing the light. Uh, I saw the light and, like, I was trying to hate on him so hard during Hard Knocks last year. I'm like, see, (laughs) he's 0-5 and and you guys are all eating from him. It's the same as Joe Judge. And then uh, I I I shut up and I'm like, all right, Dan Campbell's not a bad guy. I no, always like not. Him. He's a good coach. I mean, yeah, doing wonders with that Lions team. I'm excited for them. I am rooting for them. I hope they do get there. Absolutely. But 49ers are tough. We'll see. All right, so back to Giant Land. Uh, there hasn't really been any big news. There hasn't been that interview process that's really been going on for the special teams coordinator mm-hmm. and the defensive coordinator at the moment. It seems like we're waiting for the chips to fall on other coaching vacancies so we can swoop in for any sort of openings that might come our way of uh, coaches either getting let go or obviously not coaching at their current position or job. So that seems to be the current standstill. Let's see what happens then. Um, There was rumors that pretty much Wink is – there's uh, Philly is interested in Wink. Obviously, we called that right away in our text messages once we knew Wink was gone. Yeah. Uh, Mal, Mal, for full disclosure, talked me off the ledge that day. So thank you, Mal, for that. Um, Anytime. <laughs> I, we were going to be all right. It, it, the whole situation was so dumb, and we don't need that drama. We have enough drama. That's got to yes, go. Plenty. So that's that. With that, um, see anything else in Giant Land that you want to touch base on? That me and Nikki haven't touched that nauseam for the last few weeks. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, it's been quiet. Especially, it's been weirdly quiet. Yeah, it's been weirdly quiet. I mean, you know, we got the new offensive line coach, Priscillo, mm-hmm. and that's really, it's really where we're at, right? And we got our new running back coach. Everyone's yeah. bald. Um, yeah, well, I should, <laughs> I'm waiting for my invite as the Giants coach. But. Yeah, everyone's bald, but whatever. I mean, if it works, it works. I'm hoping. I mean. Kafka is moving on to the second interview for the Seahawks head coaching position. That's right. Good call. We'll see if we have him next year. I'm kind of indifferent. I would like him to stay, but I, I'm not hurting. 
Yeah, um, if you asked me two weeks ago, he was in the same boat as Wink, I would be pretty pissed because mm-hmm. he's, I've seen enough games of him making game planning decisions. And unfortunately, because of our talent, <laughs> because yeah. of our talent, it's uh, just doesn't show. Like, obviously, the second Washington game, and then you saw the Packers game, they've done enough for him to be coming back. But obviously, whatever story you believe in the whole Kafka saga, side of things it's more than likely not that he will be not here that and it seems like everything every podcast i listen to every article i've read every person on twitter it just seems that more and more likely that daves is going to be running the offense like we kind of kind of expected unexpected yeah especially Especially, started doing it last year right started doing it last year um, and then the chances of us maybe drafting a quarterback in the first round or the second round, depending on where the chips fall, or hell, even Daniel Jones if he magically gets back from knee injury. But right, kind of find it hard to have a general manager and head coach putting all their chips towards a quarterback with two neck injuries and a knee injury, and it's a more of a prove it year. One hundred percent. I think that they know that kind of right now. They have to make a decision because their jobs could be on the line next year with how this season went. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited for the draft. I think that's the thing I'm most excited for. Not right. I just want to know what we're doing in the draft. Me, yeah, me too. I, I wish we could fast forward to free agency and then fast forward the two months to free agency. Yeah. Uh, Chris has a good free agency question. Mm-hmm. Question for the next DC. How would you use a player like Isaiah Simmons? LOL. First of all, Chris, we all know that you love Isaiah Simmons. Chris He's, is Isaiah Simmons' number one. Yeah, one hundred percent. If it's not his mom or parent, awesome. or uh, significant on there, it is Chris. Um, um, that's a good question. It really depends on how they want to view him because he wasn't that every-down linebacker this year because of McFadden and obviously Bobby Karake. They use them in the right spots in blitzing and blitzing and obviously in coverage, which he's really good at. It's going to be interesting to see how much money he's going to be commanding on an open market because I don't really see that being a big agenda. It's more of a fit. Right. And then we might lose we might lose McKinney. I'm not saying he's going to be a good safety. I'm not saying that. But we can have him play in that, that box that would be like that third safety third linebacker situation. We don't know what kind of defense our new guy is actually going to play. So yeah, we might not even have a Dory either. Yeah, no, it's going to be very interesting to what kind of defense we play. Like, uh, that's why hopefully we get the new guy, the new DC soon. And we're like, okay, that guy's more of a zone guy, or that guy is similar to wink and he could be used, utilized in his right way. And then obviously since he's a free agent, he'll know right away. And his Agents will be like, all right, this isn't a fit. Thanks for the year with the G-Men, but I'm out of here. So. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on, Darius? Uh, I hope Kafka does come back, even though I may or may not have none of them to go. But you all know I am overdramatic. Yeah, Darius, you're just like me and sometimes now. Yeah. And of course, Nikki. So, uh, <laughs> of course, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki's the drama, most drama out of all of us. Um, but all jokes aside, Nikki. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, what is Darius saying? So we can cover as far as Isaiah Simmons is concerned, use him as a blitz guy, use him as a coverage guy on certain sounds. Yeah. So he's basically that uh, Swiss nice 
Swiss knife army guy where it's like, all right, we know this guy can do X, Y, and Z. Let's just limit his snaps because the more we use them, the more he gets figured out out of his weaknesses. So obviously he's not the guy that half the fan base wanted when he got drafted in the top 10 to Arizona all these years ago, but we did get him for a seventh round pick. And for that, that value, he was really good for what we got back out of him. So I, I would be all for him coming back. But like I mentioned, we don't know who the new DC is. So it's going to be interesting to see the new DC is going to want their guys. And unfortunately Isaiah wasn't here long enough for us to be like, all right, he's a giant regardless. You know what I mean? Right. As much as we would like him to be. Very up in the air. Yeah, no, so that's about it with the Giants. So this weekend is the NFC uh, the NFC and AFC championships. Um, it's a good time to go down memory lane. You guys in the chat could obviously bring on uh, your favorite memories as well. Um, the Giants are 5-0 and in the NFC championship games. Um, I was a witness... I was alive for four of them. I was a witness of three of them. So that's how old I feel. Now, you obviously were alive for 2000. Do you remember 2000 at all? No, I was three. Yeah, all right. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think I was three or four. So I was alive for three of them, witness two. Right. All right. So, yes, that was the same with me in um, 90. Obviously, I was three for 90. And then... And then 2000 was my holy crap. And now I'm in, I love football. That was yeah, my, that, phase. that was my holy shit. That was my like, okay. Yeah. So um, you experienced well, the heartbreak of the Ravens loss that everybody always talks about. Yeah. My brother was born that month. We had a Super Bowl party and it was just not good vibes. I didn't know what was going on because I was so young, but. Yeah. So Chris, Chris, I was going to make the joke. Chris said I was make the joke. Darius, what fan were you in 2000? I don't know how old yeah, you were. Yeah, what? Did you change? So. I gotta know. I would, uh, hold on, Darius wrote this. I would interview Andre Patterson or Joe Henderson and promote one of them. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't mind That's, that. Yeah, especially on how they, they both of these coaches were this year and their positions, I would be all for it as well. Absolutely. All right, so oh, you like the Packers, so you were a Farb guy. I, full disclosure, I was a Farb guy too. I was more of like, oh wait, I love the Giants. I like the Giants, and then I guess seventh grade was when you start playing tackle football for middle school mm-hmm. here on Long Island. So yep. that was when I was like, holy crap, I love this game type of thing. And then eighth grade, I bought Madden for the first time. I was like, all right, I'm gonna be the Giants. I love the Giants. I love the Giants, and literally. <laughs> From that moment, the start of the 2000 season to obviously now, it's just uh, Giants, 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 Giants. So, um, yeah, obviously I was born for four out of the five. Obviously didn't see the, the 1991, which was obviously a classic. We love to find classic, classic final field goal moments of uh, ways to get into the Super Bowl. Um yeah, I guess I would have to say 2000 because I was so young and impressionable. Going into that week, you are not going to beat Randy Moss. You're not going to beat Dante Culpepper. Yeah, just because you're playing at home in front of your crowd, your team sucks. It's You're the shittiest uh, home field advantage team of all time, like Wellington Mara said in his uh, post-game uh, acceptance speech of getting 
getting uh, the trophy. And that always, like, we were underdogs at home, the one seed, and our defense just shut down, like, the high-powered the high-powered Minnesota Vikings offense. And then, it always is like that, though. Our defense always just plays the best against the best during the years that we won. I won't say, like, all the time now. Right. In the years we won, they that's really how they rolled. And and the thing with me and the thing with me and like our offense that was our offense was obviously good that year that was Tiki's breakout year. Kerry Collins was awesome that year, and Sean Payton was our OC. <laughs> That's how crazy this was. <laughs> yeah. John Fox and Sean Payton were our OC in DC for that year, um, and it was just like really the point of like, wow, like we're going to the freaking Super Bowl. Me in eighth grade, just in like that pubescent boy age. No like, better oh, feeling than that. No better feeling. I cool. wish. Like, talk your, like talk your talk to all the friends, wear your Jersey. <laughs> yes. That was me to a T not really realizing the whole NFL of like, Oh, the Baltimore Ravens are a real problem. Yeah. Eighth They're grade me up, did yeah. not want to hear that at all. And I was in for a very rude awakening going into that Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, Ron Dayton's rookie year. Amai Toomer, I kill you. We'll go through the whole thing. But yeah, that was my first real year of being like a fan. So that, that always meant well to me. Um, we'll get to the ones you were born and obviously great memories for both of us. Yeah. The 07, uh, uh, below zero, you see Tom Coughlin's face. Yeah. Green uh, Bay. Like I say, um, I'm sure we've had this conversation. 07 is, if you're alive for 07. That was the best year to be a Giants fan. Like that year, that playoff run was started with Tampa, which was like, all right, we won our first playoff game with right. Eli. Okay, cool. Then it's Dallas. You're like, holy crap, we beat Dallas. How are we going to top this? Okay, we're going to Green Bay, the frozen tundra. Let's do this. This is going to be very tough, but hey. House money. Let's ride, right? And that was the Favre era, too. Yes, that ended the Brett Favre era. Mm -hmm. so, so we're like, okay, Brett Favre, Green Bay, under uh, sub-zero temperatures. Does Eli have it? Because let's face it, it's not to the degree that Daniel Jones has it. Granted, uh, social media was very small back then. Yeah, thank God. Uh, Eli would have been <laughs> slaughtered. Back. Yeah, well, that year he wasn't perfect, as we all know. He no, had a five-interception game against Minnesota. In the, the playoffs, whole... that man just—he became—he was different. He was I, so different. I'll um, so that was peak college for me. Um, there was like this sports store with authentic jerseys and everything else like that. And right before the playoff run, I got a authentic Eli Manning jersey, and everybody's like, "No, what are you doing? Like, why are you getting? Why, why are you, you wasting? That? Why are you wasting your money? Like, why are you doing that?" I'm like, "Eli's my guy." I'm sticking with I Eli. Ride with him. <laughs> I'm riding with Eli, <laughs> and then sure enough, it's just like, ah, uh, I love it. You know, what I mean, so amazing, amazing. I'll so, never forget that year, and I'll never forget 2012 either. Yeah, and then Lawrence Tynes kicking the the missing yeah. the first field goal, and then she's like, oh, come on, Lawrence. Full disclosure, it was also my dad's birthday. So my dad's like, come on, you bastard. Make my birthday worth con dream come true. Just win this, man. I think we all got incredibly passionate and emotional during those games because there were yeah. just some things coming out of my dad's mouth that, like, I never heard him say before. And he was like, I apologize. Like, this has not happened in, like, a long time. And I was like, no, no, I, I understand. I get it. 
I was like, live your best life. Do what you got to do. But, uh, yeah, no, I think everybody went a little wild. Those two. No, and then we all know what happened in the Super Bowl. And then 2011, yeah. rainy San Francisco was still Candlestick Park. Yeah. And it was Candlestick. just. Candlestick. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was still Candlestick. So it was just like, just that uh, that aura. It's like uh, visiting teams going to Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium. We're like, right. all right, we're, we're in this right now. We're it's in like, it. Yeah. <laughs> This is awesome. Let's do this. And then they that was the game I, I know on Twitter and I know I put it on social media. That was the game where people, if anybody wanted to talk on how like how Eli wasn't saw like he wasn't that guy. That game you watch you, you had to scrape Eli off the floor that game and that they, they he still found a way to win. Um I know it came down to a couple fumbles by the punt team. Mm -hmm. uh, which was obviously huge, and then Tynesy winning it as well. So yeah. it's just brings back fun memories, especially when you you go five and zero in that. When we go make it there, we normally win. Obviously, being finished business, that's what we do. When we yeah. make it, the lights ain't too bright for the Giants. We gotta get, we gotta get there again. Season, different yeah, we, story. <laughs> we gotta get there again. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up, I I know I know we would be already talking about food. What, but Nikki, not here. We got. Uh, what What did you have for dinner? I, and I, and I can't wait to tell you what I had for dinner and not be like, what is that? What is this? So, what do you have for dinner? It seemed. I'm sure it's pretty normal, and I'm <laughs> sure you had well, real substance. So, what What did you have for dinner? Quickly. I made tacos today, ground beef tacos. Ooh. Uh, you know the normal, you know the taco seasoning with okay. soft tacos, not hard tacos. Um, Mexican cheese blend, sour cream, salsa, had a little bit of chips and some yellow Spanish rice. There you go. Hey, that is perfect. Yeah, that can't complain. Hit the spot. All right. How many tacos do you have? Like two or three? Because you can't have just I had one. two. Yeah, okay. I had two because I made them a little thicker. So the third one want to put me over the edge. No, I feel you. Mm -hmm. I feel you. Yeah, Vangio's defense. Yeah, big time. Uh, for me, it was kind of chicken thighs. My mom made chicken thighs in the fryer, so that was pretty good. We had purple sweet potatoes, which were pretty good. It was like a regular. It was pretty cool. Was like, Where do you get those? I have to ask her because it was very weird. I, I yeah. all I have to do, I usually it's usually ready by the time I get home, but I'll ask her. It was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, Darius, I have to talk about yes, Darius, yes, yes, we do. Um. Yeah, no, so we had that. It was pretty good. Pretty basic. I'm, I'm sorry, people. I know we're not getting Nikki's, oh, what do you have, like, taste? But on Twitter yesterday, I made the joke. Everybody saw that going around, that chicken, chicken parm. Oh, that like, gross <laughs> undercooked chicken. <laughs> it was the thickest, most undercooked chicken that I have ever witnessed it in my life. It made me sick looking at it. <laughs> yeah, we, you and me both text, uh, tweeted it out at the same time, which was really funny. There we go. Chris. This is why I can always that count on you. Sounds amazing. Chris, um, I don't know if you know I gotta try now, that, Chris. But Chris is the best. He'll post food, he cooks for his fire department. He's I that saw that. Chris is awesome. I always see him commenting on my stuff and I comment back to him, but I never get to yes. give him like the full love. Chris, Chris, I appreciate and love you. And that sounds amazing. I gotta try that. Chris is the man. Uh I uh, it's one of my favorite tailgates every year when I see Chris. And his wife. So I'm gonna come up to one of these tailgates. Yeah, no, you most definitely do. Um, so yeah, it was pretty mild food wise. I had pizza during the games yesterday. I'm like 
whatever. It's not the same with Nikki. <laughs> yeah, no, Nikki uh, I, I had normal food. I had uh, a smoothie, a salad. Yeah. That's all she eats. Yeah, that's all she eats. I but, mean, I wish I ate like that, but. We all do. We yeah. All do. So, Mel, oh, before I forget, if you are a Yankee fan, check out our good friends at Bronx Muchachos. They are actually having bench coach Brad Osmus on their show Thursday night. I will post it. Um, obviously, Brad was a great MLB player with the Astros all these years. He's the new Yankees bench coach. Be sure to give our friends at Bronx Muchachos follow, subscribe, and all that fun stuff. They're doing a lot of great work for the upcoming Yankee season. Mal, you should definitely check them out as well. I absolutely will. With absolutely. that being said, thank you for watching us. Mal, thank you for coming on. Nikki will be back next week. I will be hosting instead of her tomorrow on the Blonde Blitz. We will be recapping everything with Deb. Um, please like and subscribe to all our YouTube channels, our social media. We're all we're upping up our game with social media, so be sure to check that out on the Blonde Blitz. And until next week on Thunder and Lightning side of things, until next time, see you next week. And go Giants. Go Giants. Bye, guys.